0: Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned Feel good success. This podcast will help you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power, and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Hey, Grow Girls, welcome back to the podcast. I am really, really excited to bring you this episode today is kind of a special one for me because it's been a while since I have collaborated or had a guest on the podcast and it was an amazing way to get back into it because I am speaking today with Sophie Bashford, the best-selling author of the Hay House book You Are a Goddess and also the creator of her own oracle deck called Gods, Goddesses and Guardians. So Sophie writes um, all about the divine feminine. She uses this in her work as well and as you know this has been such a key area for me over the last few years to the point that I also started to teach it and it's formed such a big part of my business which some of you may have got involved in because this awakening to the divine within us, this healing and balancing of our energies is really The foundation of everything that we do, whether it's our business, whether it's relationships, whatever it is, the energy seeps into every area of our life and really, you know, creates who we are and what we do. So it was such a pleasure to speak with Sophie today about what this really means, giving some more depth to the topic of feminine energy, helping us to understand when we might be being kind of guided by these goddesses and these archetypes and shown and supported to see that we are awakening we need to do some of this healing work um and often as you'll see later in this episode it can be very very uncomfortable when that is happening to you so i would like to think that this episode will really really comfort you and help you to feel seen and help you to kind of hold strong And attribute some meaning to what you're going through, feeling aware and supported that you are guided, you are not alone, what is happening to you is a stage in your life and is here to redirect you, not to punish you. So without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hi Sophie, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Hi Lena it's a pleasure to be here. So I was so excited when I knew that I had the opportunity to speak with you because your book has actually been on my wish list for a while, my Audible, um, and so I, I'm just halfway through your book and I can already relate to so much of what you're speaking about, whether it's your personal journey and also the archetypes of the goddesses and um. It's interesting because when I went through my own divine feminine awakening, it was basically similar to what you said, life showing me that I needed to to do this work and life showing me that things were going to, things needed to change. Um, and that's what kind of made me look inwards. But I actually didn't know anything about the goddesses and the specific archetypes when I went through my journey, which I would say is obviously ongoing but started probably about three years ago and I didn't know about these goddesses so when I was reading your book and just the first few chapters the goddess Kali what I was learning from you about her was making me feel so seen and it was making me kind of add new meaning to what happened to me and to how my life changed so I would love it if maybe you could share for those listening a little bit about those gods and goddesses and what their sort of symbolic significance is
1: yeah i'd love to um it's a big topic and also you know obviously in my book you are a goddess i do just focus on the goddesses um and you're just meeting you're meeting nine goddesses as you go through those temples right um so you've just kind of you're kind of about halfway through that um so that's just the divine feminine of course um And then I've got an oracle deck coming out in just two weeks time. And the oracle deck is called goddesses, gods and guardians. So we do then sort of bring in the divine masculine a lot more and also the magical and sort of earthly elemental guides as well. There's a sort of sprinkling of them and they're who I call the guardians. So we're kind of mixing. I mean, there's mostly goddesses in the oracle deck, but it's a sprinkling of the other ones too. But um, gosh, I mean, there's a few things, actually, that I kind of pulled together, as in when I was writing the guidebook for the Oracle deck, um, how these guides, whether they're divine feminine, masculine or kind of magical earthly guides, how their archetypal energies can help us, how that how that can, you know. And what I really came to, in essence, is that the archetypal and universal qualities, um that all of these guides embody that those qualities live within us. So they're kind of like a mirror to us, right? So when you're talking about Carly, I mean, God, yeah, she's a miracle deck, of course. You couldn't leave her out. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt very strongly to put her at the, at the beginning of the goddess journey and You Are a Goddess, the book because she just brings in this kind of disruptive, it's very disruptive, it can be very chaotic, it can be a bit like um, the tower energy in the tarot, it kind of shakes everything up and kind of breaks everything down. But it's this powerhouse of sort of transformative, you know, spiritual, it often her energy is what pulls the rug out from under our feet, but it also sets up that sense of awakening to our highest potential, awakening to our biggest power, our biggest light. And, you know, especially for women or those who identify with, especially for the the real, the feminine, it's like this kind of explosion of of energy, but that can be quite disconcerting also at times. And it also sort of thrusts you into the unknown, but all of those energies that live within Carly, you know, they live within us. We have an aspect of that within us. Everybody, we're like a kaleidoscope. We're just kind of refracting all these energies, right? But some of them might be dormant, might be asleep you know we might have forgotten especially when it comes to the goddess because as you know leela you've been working with this energy it's a big process of recovery because it's been suppressed and it's been forgotten and we can have forgotten that within us so really the goddesses you know they're teachers the guides the gods and the guardians they're teachers but they're also reflecting our own inner teacher they're reflecting something that's within us so all of these qualities. Um, they bring up just like a big mirror to us. And they're saying, hey, girl, woman, man, whoever, however you identify, you might be sort of, with Carly, you can be quite kind of confronted by this power, but you that's probably because you're suppressing your own power and you're not seeing actually the transformative power that you have within you. So, you know, that's kind of how on a sort of broad level, they reflect the energies that live within us. But then as you know, Leela, and I've looked at your work um, a little bit and see that you really work with the wounded feminine and masculine too. So we can have these big wounds where we don't recognize that, you know, for example, our feminine might have been so wounded and suppressed that we find that very, very difficult to value in ourselves, you know? So there's so much in it in in the oracle deck and my book, but the oracle deck, particularly because I've got feminine and masculine and cosmic magical earthly guides, you know, we can really use this oracle deck as a way of healing those wounded masculine parts, wounded feminine parts, seeing where we can feel really supported and how we can actually really develop that side of ourselves. you know, know why aphrodite is coming to my mind aphrodite is in my book and the oracle deck she's the greek goddess of love she's incredibly feminine so quite often a lot of people i find find aphrodite quite confronting in the same way that carly can be kind of shake 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 but aphrodite looks so unbelievably kind of voluptuous overflowing it's all about receiving self-care, self-love, all the things that are such buzzwords. But when you really, really kind of go into that, it's surprising how many people are so wounded in their feminine that they just can't receive, that they literally just cannot be with that energy. And there's so many blocks and so much resistance to that. Um, And it can be quite deep. That can be buried quite deep. It's not necessarily just as people think of Aphrodite as this perhaps quite superficial, you know, but it's not superficial at all that self-value, self-worth, being able to actually, when you're gazing, I mean, the artist, my Oracle deck is so amazing. I'm so blessed to have her. And the the depiction of Aphrodite that she created, I mean, it's very evocative um, and it can bring up quite a lot. That woundedness can come up first. But, you know, I'll I'll maybe speak about the other couple of things uh, in a minute, but that's the kind of overview of how these symbolic, Qualities, characteristics that these deities and guides embody live within us all. And so then we get to shine a light on the parts that have been wounded or suppressed or blocked and start a healing process and a recovering process, but you know, gradually, gently in in your own time.
0: Yeah. And that's what I think is so interesting about these archetypes is that it's so true what you said that. We have this idea in society of self love, and it is a buzzword. And anyone can put on a face mask or paint their nails. But the real difficult thing, like you say, is receiving and things that we don't talk about the intangible things, like being able to receive love or even financial abundance or any kind of form of, you know, an energy that you're receiving. I think that's what many of us do find so hard. And I think it's really from just from where I am so far in the book, obviously I've got a bit to go, but it's really drawing light. That seems to me the goddesses draw light on what is really needed to be looked at and that deeper sense aside from the, the material world. And it's it's more giving a structure almost to the to the spiritual world. And I think for me, with Kali especially, it was what I love about this is it meets the person where they're at and I think when you're going through that awakening you don't know you're going through it for for a fair amount of time sometimes so I, I felt that Carly is giving making sense out of what somebody might be going through on the cusp of their awakening and um, the, the goddess of chaos I think is the right way to put it and it showed me that when everything falls apart in your life and I know you said the same thing happened that she stripped away layers. Um, For me, that's what happened is that with the pandemic, I lost, didn't lose, but my, my job was kind of taken away from me, my many relationships have been taken away. And for someone going through that, who's not yet aware of all of these archetypes, I think it can be just like, my life is blowing up. And I think the goddess shows them that there is a deeper meaning to this and there is a purpose. Do you think that's usually where it starts? Does it always start with Kali or is that just unique to my experience and to your experience? And maybe there are other goddesses that can come up first.
1: That's a really great question. Um, In my experience, it nearly always does start with some form of Carly experience and obviously everyone's so unique and their path is so unique so it kind of can be to a greater or lesser extent or have a different look and feel to it and maybe the events are obviously different on the outside but you know it there is so oh it's just 11-11 as I said that um <laughs> just but you know okay not everybody but I've worked with a lot of people over the years and there is such a recurring theme you know such a recurring theme and even if you're sort of not kind of thinking about it obviously then when you that sometimes when they actually reflect and kind of sit and think about it there are some things that did kind of trigger this big sort of you know a bit of a kind of domino effect of things happening and starting to question maybe their purpose in life starting to question what they're here for starting but then obviously it can be like a healing crisis um, also or it could be a breakdown it's often a breakdown of something or like you were saying just something coming in that feels like it's from the outside and of course you're completely right you know my work is very very much about bridging the spiritual and the re- and reality you know it's not about being in a sort of ivory tower of kind of going you know I'm not part of the world it's everything that's you know the way the goddess is connected with me has always been incredibly real life you know it's been like this is happening this is how I feel the earth is moving under my feet you know yeah so to answer your question generally speaking I would say it nearly always there's some form of kind of big shift or a series of little shifts that almost a bit like dominoes falling over where and there's always often a sense of being thrust into some form of the unknown um oh gosh I mean you know so many people have experienced that the last couple of years and we've all experienced that to a certain extent but there's that sense of like how how not can you not are you not a part of it we're all part of what's going on um you know in the world of course we are um but there's a sense of if you haven't yet sort of met yourself as Carly, that's what she does really, you know. Um, One of my friends, Jessica Hui, who's another Hay House author, has written a book called Purpose. And one of her beautiful sort of lines from her book is "stripped back is where we meet ourselves," and that's such a Carly experience. You know, "stripped back is where we meet ourselves" because that's what she does. Like you're saying, you kind of suddenly you lost your job, and you were like, "Oh my God, what?" You know, obviously that's really scary. It's not about negating the fear. It's actually about Carly brings you in touch with your fear. She actually makes you realize you're human. You're going to be scared, and actually. This fear is 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 part of your you, you know, it's not something just to say, oh, you know, I, that's not a spiritual thing to feel. I won't feel I shouldn't feel scared. You know, it's like, no, you know, you you need to go into that. You need to confront actually some of your deepest fears that you might not have even known were there. Everything gets stirred back. So you kind of meet yourself, you know, naked, like raw and then she's like staring into your eyes, kind of breathing, you know, her all her sort of, like she has all these swords and it's like, she cuts away everything that's not really true about you, you know? And that can be a very disarming experience. A lot of people will find that very difficult. Um, We spend, a, there's so many distractions in our culture which means that we can run away from absolutely everything if we want to, can't we? And we can present, I mean, gosh, now even more so for you, for your generation. I mean, it's just like how you can present yourself on on, to the world is, you know, there are millions of ways you can do that to show the world that that you're kind of, you've got everything together, but Carly will never, she'll see through everything. She sees through every illusion that you have, but it's only for your highest good. It's for your, it's for your light so that your immense power and vastness can actually start to speak and she starts the process. So, and I am saying that, you know, I can only go from my experience and how I, the experience that I've, I've kind of had the privilege of working with so many people as well um, through their transformations. And it's like, she kind of is this catalytic effect, you know? sometimes you need that. You need that shaking in order for, you know, because otherwise you'd just be in such fierce sort of hard control that you wouldn't be able to kind of let anything else in. Um, So it is necessary, but like you say, it is so important. I mean, I know that it, yes, it can feel suddenly very helpful to feel, yeah, there's a a system of, of almost order out of chaos. Yeah, you know that's what kind of, because even though she says like you know actually in my <laughs> just showing my in my guidebook for my oracle, but I mean actually that the invocation for Carly in in the oracle is out of chaos comes divine order. My spirit roars with truth, so she is getting you to because she roars. She's getting you to roar your truth. I mean that's you don't have to actually do that, although sometimes you might do that in some settings, but gosh, think about how this energy has been suppressed. This got this this divine feminine, and it's not about just buzzwords. It's not about just pretty pictures on social media. You can speak everything you want, but if unless you're living it, you know, there are times when you're really going through this, you will feel totally lost and underground. and, and, And then, but then, and you have to go through that. You know, you've got to go through that. It is like a rebirth. Yeah. So there's no way of prettying it up. You know, you can't pretty this up, you
0: know. Yeah, and that, that um, really makes sense to me on that deep level because it's kind of like that law of sacrifice, isn't it? Like the universal law that you have to clear space to, to receive something new. And so when you're, I guess it's like you say, it's a rebirth. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that she sort of takes away or or you know, destroys what is there that you don't need anymore, what no longer serves. And then you do feel, I think I can relate to that and feeling that there's this period of, but there's nothing. So now what, you have to sit with that nothing until the new buds start to show and you you go through that. And that's when you receive that new self or new part of yourself that you had, I guess it's not new because it's always been there, but that you had suppressed. So you mentioned as well with the pandemic that a lot of people have gone through that change and that sense of a lot being taken away. So I guess it's a bit of a big question. Um, But do you think that we are going through some sort of collective awakening of the divine feminine in the way that so much has been cleared and we've been forced to slow down and flow more and it, it it seems that there's some traits of the feminine that have popped up in this new way of living that we've kind of been forced into initially. But now I think sometimes perhaps people are now thinking, is this the right way? And think people are wondering about going back to the nine to five and this, the fixed structures that were more masculine. Do you think that is representative of some sort of collective? Awakening?
1: I can definitely see that. I'm sort of hesitant to make kind of, you know you know, hard and fast kind of like the pandemic is because of the divine feminine awakening the divine feminine awakening has been happening for a long time and there are many 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 people that have paved the way for that for, for, for whatever shifts are happening now so there are many many people that have already kind of you know you know even before I was kind of you know on this path um that had paved the way for me and so you know it's like there's there's always someone behind you who's gone who's who's been opening that door and, and it has been happening for a long time and when I first kind of um we, you know when I first started opening up to this it was never anything that I ever thought I was going to do with my life in any shape or form um and you know that was way before even I mean, it wasn't even goddess. I mean, if you type in divine feminine now, if you t- if you were to type in divine feminine awakening into Google, um, you would come up with a lot. Um, but it, you know, when this first started kind of working through me. Um, was very little you know there was absolutely nothing like the amount of voices and the amount of discussion or or conversation or it wasn't even i mean it was kind of a thing but you'd have to go to the library and kind of get a big book on you know okay you could find a book on celtic goddesses or you could find a book on hindu goddesses or you could find you know but it was very academic and it was very mostly kind of all of you know that kind it wasn't it wasn't the way it was now at all but that the seeds have been so well more than the seeds have been sown actually you know really the volcano has already exploded and what's happening is that this is just kind of you know this is a continuation this is the goddess in action so you're getting maybe more people are waking up to their own soul lives that they're actually being pulled into their own self-healing their own inner growth um the goddess is working around them The pandemic may well be quite a big shifting force for them, but it is no way the beginning. This this has been happening. This has been, you know, this has been in process for a long, a long time. And a lot of people have been working very hard, you know, themselves to actually open these gateways, actually make this possible. So what it is is that I think that what I think we're going to see, actually, Lido, is what we probably will see is that over the next few years a lot of people actually seeking healing seeking spaces to actually get in touch with their own. um, essence in their in a way that feels right for them, and it might not be connecting with the divine feminine. um, But they are going to be seeking deeper truths and they are going to be seeking like you say to, to find an energy and a flow that that works better for them and. know as we spoke started the conversation speaking about Carly she always helps you see the truth about things the truth always comes so maybe there could be situations in the pandemic where obviously you know maybe the truth in a relationship has kind of come out because both people have been sort of living together on top of each other 24 7 and they've recognized that their relationship is just not working and, and it becomes intolerable and that you know those situations have manifested within the physical world but it can only really, it can only really shift you if it was already there on the inside, on the inner. So it's like, you know, you can blame your circumstances outside, of course, but if you then feel something internally, which is like, okay, I really, there's something in me that really wants to be seen there's something, there's a deeper meaning to my life, or to, there's a, there's, I need to be doing something with my life that I'm not doing now, or I'm just living a lie on whatever level. Um, some layers need to pe- peel back. Um, however, that healing force presents itself. Yes, I'm sure that for a lot of people, the pandemic has initiated that, but not everyone will respond to that call. Some people are going to just carry on in whatever way, you know they've always done Um, but it definitely for someone like you it sounds to me like you were already open to this anyway so it's not like you were kind of just going oh my god this is all happening to me you know you were you're you're already looking for how that this can be a force for healing in your life a force for transformation a new opportunity what does this mean for you as a soul you know so you're looking
0: within yeah
1: as a response to the circumstances from outside I mean you know generally speaking
0: yeah I agree I I feel that personally for myself and for a lot of people and that the it's always been there but it's just when you're pushed into an uncomfortable spot that's always when you have the opportunity to you know look within like you say and I think so many of us at the same time were pushed into that uncomfortable slot that more people have looked at it but 100% 100% that it's always down to the individual and it's been happening for so long. And I think for me, it was brewing. Like you said, that things had been brewing and there'd been lots of things that I didn't realize were related until now in hindsight, when I've you know, gone for a big awakening and then continued to learn about the topic and teach a topic, I can now see in hindsight, things were very clearly related to my wounded energy um relationship things blowing up and i didn't know it then and then it was kind of like that domino effect you mentioned that that carly has where then the pandemic came i think with some relationship stuff going on for me personally just breakdowns of relationships and kind of blow ups and similar patterns of related to sort of people pleasing and you know the the lack of worthiness and a lot of the wounded traits i then moved on from that and kind of focused myself into the more masculine side of growing my business making money and I maybe band-aided it in hindsight a little bit and I felt that everything was going really well I massively grew my business then the pandemic came and for me personally as a personal trainer which is what I was doing then I couldn't do that work overnight because obviously the, the locations were closed so it was almost like I thought I was growing I thought I'd move past my my bad stuff in my life and my business was growing and then it was taken all away and like you said left with the wounds that you never healed from relationships and now your money's gone and your business is gone and it was kind of like actually now I can see that you might have thought you'd healed but there were still things that you were covering up with all of that material success so I relate to that one but I wonder if there's anything you could kind of point out or call out for the listener of maybe signs that they might be going through an awakening that things change in their life or maybe it's other than the the taking away if there's any other signs that they might be going through that awakening
1: okay specifically related to this sort of Kali experience that we're talking about I guess um I mean the Kali I think yeah okay so it does it is it can feel quite dramatic like you say like a kind of dramatic change so I mean it could be like you say losing your job and suddenly all source you know your source of income has kind of dramatically changed um, it could be I mean I think definitely a relationship breakdown can really really bring it bring it up because that brings up so many um, you know there's so many kind of anchor points aren't there within a relationship where you kind of think i'm part of society everything looks you know you're what well, you're in love with the person everything is kind of set up as it should be and that relationship um you know changing can have a huge impact on your life because what quite often happens is that when you do go through this kind of activation or awakening whatever you want to call it you will when it's with the divine feminine whether it's with the goddess you will nearly always be required to spend some time in in sort of not exactly you know I say the word isolation post-pandemic is very current but self-reflection being on your own for, for for several years maybe some people don't want to hear that months you know to really get to know yourself to really so that the energies can really start working around you so suddenly you know finding yourself suddenly kind of more alone or actually but i would like to say it can feel harsh like you don't want it to happen but then simultaneously the energies are starting to work on you so you might crave being alone more because you need to meditate you need to actually start connecting with your with your deeper self you know you need to start listening to something else other than you know the noise of the world or just you know, the noise, the voice of your inner critic or whoever's been telling you in your life how you should spend your life, what you should do, what's, you know. So those kind of things, it's easy to see them as kind of, well, they can be very difficult things. They can be, they can be challenges, enormous challenges, but it's like you being required to realize that there's more in you than you realize that there was right and that can't happen in 24 hours you know you can't download a course online and kind of go oh i've done it tick the box and that's another thing that i really want to say actually is that you are going to be starting to learn if you're being taken into the path of the divine feminine as a teaching know as a force of great teaching in your life you have to understand that it's an it's a dismantling of the predominance of masculine um ways of thinking so we all have masculine and feminine energy within us but as you can see our society is very heavily weighted towards the masculine so it prizes logic, strategy, problem-solving, linear processes, so A, B, C to Z, you know, getting from A to B, a straight line of success. The goddess, the divine feminine, is about spirals and circles and going up and down, it's cycles, so it's connected to nature, and this doesn't just apply to women, it can apply to everybody because we all have these energies within us to you know different different sort of percentages sometimes but you know we, we have that diff- all both those energies but what you have to understand, understand is that your healing process your growth process when and if you are starting to go through this awakening it will not be a straight line you're not going to you're not just going to wake up and get it and go oh great i've done like you were saying you know you okay you want to get out of the discomfort you want to get out of the uncomfortable feeling you want to get back to feeling that everything's as you as you want it to be but the thing is is that what you don't recognize at that point is that there is so much more for you in this life there's so much more within you that you have yet to discover and that your contribution to the world is a lot more than you realised. So when you, you see something being shattered and taken away, you think, well, that's all that was available to me. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, So seeing it as a spiral, it's like, it's not just going to be, oh, I've ticked that little box off. I've ticked that little box off. I've ticked that little box off. And I'm all done now. I'm ready. I can present myself to the world as this healed individual. Yes, you will have growth spurts. You will have breakthroughs. You will you will significantly over time heal those wounds, Leela. You know you we will we're all. But at the same time, it is still a lifelong process, and we always have something new to learn. But the goddess will take you on these spiral journeys. That's why you see the spiral symbol so much in particularly Celtic uh, goddess, goddesses, uh, but lots, mo- loads, most goddesses of, 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 of all over the world have sort of the spiral, spiral uh, symbols because it represents that inner journey and the, let you know, and coming to know yourself. And it's not a straight line and that's actually far from it being a weight around you that's a liberation because you recognize I'm not meant to fit into this mold you know I'm not meant to fit into this mold I don't have to fit into this mold I can actually create something new or actually very ancient but fuse together you know those two things and actually recognize that you know yes it is exhausting just expecting myself to operate on one level all the time, like a robot, you know, you're not a robot. And that's another thing, you know, that these archetypes, when we're talking about the archetypal qualities, they show you the cycles and the stages of your life. This is a stage of your life. It's not the rest of your life. It's a cycle, you know, we have winter, spring, summer, you know, we have seasons. It's not just one level all the time. And that's where, you know, this is the, re, this is the re-education of the divine feminine. And it, it can take a while, you know, it's not just, it's a process, it's a process. And we, we've we become very sort of, you know, um, that's been cut off, that kind of understanding has been cut off. Um, and it needs to come back, and that's why, you know, that's why this is happening, so that, so that people can actually understand that the divine feminine is the foundational force of all life, you know, it it underpins nature, it underpins everything that sustains us and keeps us alive and thriving, Um, but there are seasons to it, and there are seasons to our lives as well, and we have to celebrate yes, it can feel very, very challenging, but we have to celebrate the winter times, we have to celebrate the spring times, the summer times, right, it's not, this is not going to be forever that you go through, for example, a a sort of Kali phase, it can sometimes last longer than you would like it to, but that's only because you have so much to give, so if you feel that the Carly phase is going on, I mean, for me, it went on for about 13 years. And during that time, I never thought I'd make it through that time, but I did. And there were many times I wanted to give up and say, this is ridiculous. I cannot, there's absolutely no way I can do this anymore. And I think this is the thing that, you know, especially now when, in a way it's sort of harder because there's so much imagery everywhere that kind of is promising you you know a perfect life if you, if you do this this and this and it's and it it, it, it with social media you now you you can just see these things that that are not real and i think that these goddesses the gods and guardians as well—they are coming in at, you know, they're having to sort of speak to a whole new swathe of people. Maybe from the pandemic, I don't know, as well, to realize that you know, there is there are so many deeper layers to our to our existence, and what's going on for you now isn't going to last forever. But there is there is a higher purpose to your life. That you might not be able to see now because it might just look like it's just the void. Yeah, but she will, she if it's Carly and whoever else, will show you the way. But you know, you also have to as well be patient, and that's also something that we that our culture doesn't like to uh, doesn't like to be either. But you know, it's it's a uh, the journey of awakening. Um, can start with that being shaken but then you'll always be met with the next guide that wants to come in and work with you and the next guide that wants to come in and work with you so if you're open to that and you remember that you'll be amazed Absol- when you look back in five years time you'll be absolutely gobsmacked at what you have discovered rediscovered and what you've created and what you've what you've been able to give to other people as well because you you wouldn't have known it was ever within you and if you'd stayed within that I'm not saying you won't ever you know you won't do personal training again. maybe you will but like in, in a different form and this is what your soul your soul wants to crack open and find something yeah and that's not something that we can really do as a quick fix
0: yeah yeah I know for me personally it was exactly that that I had a desire and I knew I had the desire to do this work that I'm doing now and to to teach on the more intangible scale but I just didn't feel that you know I was old enough or wise enough or you know whatever enough to do it and I was kind of forced into it because that was taken away from me and I already had the seeds and I had already made plans but I just didn't take action on them Mm -hmm. so it was kind of awakening me to the true desire that I knew I had, but I just wasn't honoring it. But at the same time, what you said is so true. It's very humbling when you see that it is it is no tick box and it's not healed, awakened, tick, tick. It's instead healing, awakening, and it's a continuous journey. And I know I've been there before. I've wanted to be like, I've done it now. I'm done. I'm at the other side. And it's not the case. It's not how it works but how do you think that while sitting in that discomfort and sitting in the knowledge that you're never done you're never finished but there's a lot of people who listen to this especially who are in the the, the sort of in the spiritual self-help world or their coaches or their their entrepreneurs they're doing things kind of where they have to show up and it's their business they're following their dreams so how do you find the balance between that humility that you're never done you're not finished, you're not perfect and done but you're also but also not standing in your own way and waiting to be perfect or waiting for it to all be over before you take action and follow your dreams or show up and be seen
1: Mm. there's a wonderful um god actually divine masculine i mean isis the goddess isis ancient you'll you'll get to her at the end of you're a goddess um she works a lot with power and purpose. So, you know, the perfect time is always now. It is that you, you will never ever, there will never be the perfect time to start, you know. Um, so goddess Isis works with that too, but also in my Oracle deck um, is a wonderful, beautiful Egyptian god, Ra. And his message on the card um, in my Oracle, um, I'll just find it.
0: I have your deck here as well in the corner.
1: (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Um, Is share your gift. The perfect time is now, say yes and show up. Um, So it really, his message really is, you know, the world needs what you have to give. There's no such thing as the perfect time to share your creations and energy. Um, Have you used every excuse under the sun for why you can't do what you need to do? This procrastination is a smokescreen for your fears. Yes, it can feel scary to reveal your ideas and talents, but this is what we need from you. Sharing your deepest gift will open the heart of humanity. Give generously of your radiant sun's light. It will be returned to you multiplied and you'll feel more alive than ever before. So it's about placing your gift on the collective sacred altar. So. He really brings that sort of divine masculine, solar, active, start now, there's never a perfect time. Um, But maybe just briefly, this is quite a big topic, but I don't know whether you've got to Hecate in my book yet, Leela, no, okay. But Hecate is the goddess of witches and the sorceress and of past life healing. So if it's a big topic. But sometimes maybe people, some people listening might wonder about that because we can have quite deep past life wounds around. Perhaps we were persecuted in the past if we were witches, if we were healers, um, if we were particularly working with the goddess, divine feminine worshippers, and we use those gifts in service. And Hecate brings, um, my cat's just come here as I'm (laughs) saying that, Um, Hecate brings brings healing for past life trauma. And that means that if you actually were shamed or ridiculed, humiliated, or even hurt, um, or if you perished in a past life where you actually used to be a very, very strong channel for the goddess in, in many forms, or you may have been a supporter of the goddess. You may have been one that upheld the goddess, protected the goddess. And the healers, the feminine healers. So I know for me, this is a huge part of my journey. And most people that work, I work with, um there can be a lot of blocks and this fear, this fear of speaking up, of having been silenced before. That what's going to happen to me if I go public with who I am? What's going to happen to me? Something, and it can be totally irrational. Like you know, for me sitting here, kind of on a zoom call with you on this podcast you know everything's fine nothing's going to happen to me it's okay but believe me when I first started this work sharing my my work publicly I mean I was absolutely terrified and I've still worked through that I still experience that to a certain extent and it's because it goes so deep and working with Hecate can really help. She also features in my Oracle deck, but she's in my book as well. Um, those, those deep sort of deep-rooted fears about, you know, something really harmful happening to you if you go public with who you are, if you share this, if you do stand up to teach other people. And, and express what's really deeply within you, these deep gifts. So, but don't worry, there's so many guides. Wait, if you need this healing now, if you're listening to this now and this resonates, or if you're not even aware, if you're not really sure what's holding you back, and that's very possible, you just might not be sure. Um, You know, maybe just now in this moment is a moment where, what you need is coming to you you know that the right goddess the right words the right teacher the right help the right support is coming to you so that you can do it no matter what in spite of the fear you know there have been so many times when i've stood up had to go and stand on a stage and speak or even just push something onto onto you know my facebook page or instagram page or publish something or God knows, publishing a book or publishing something, you know, with a publisher or even just doing a healing session for someone. I've done thousands of them, but sometimes I feel resistance and I can feel enormous resistance. And that is not me not wanting to do it. It's my, it's my deep, deep trauma that, you know, from my past lives, um, Coming back and, and and wanting to protect me, wanting to protect me from further harm. So it is quite a deep subject. And obviously, you know, there are lots of layers to this, but just in terms of your listeners, maybe if they've never heard of this before, or if something in them just is like, yes, okay, I, I resonate with that. There's something in me that is scared of being seen, scared of, of what that might mean. There might be negative consequences of that. What will people think or see? Or actually, will I be safe? Is it safe for me to do this? And this can be totally illogical. Your logical mind will probably be going, well, of course it is. But it's something that goes deeper. It's kind of cellular. And so just know that you don't, You like we're going back to the tick boxes thing. It will not go away completely before you have to show up and give your gifts. It will not go away completely before you need to do that. And actually doing it, it's why I say, your healing is your calling. Because when you're working your calling, you're also receiving healing for yourself. So as you give it, it then comes back to you and heals that wound. So if you're waiting for that wound to be healed, just by kind of going, I'm paralysed, I can't do it, I'm I'm not ready, um, I haven't got enough money, I don't have the perfect room or set up to film a video, I don't, you know, or whatever it is, or I'm just, scared (laughs) if you're waiting for that and believe me the ego can the fear can bring up a lot of procrastination and reasons why you can't and they are often smoke screens for what really is a deeper fear of being of that of what i've just been speaking about but sometimes you need obviously you need to prepare for some things but at the same time, if you know that you're receiving inner guidance to give something, to start something, even just to start healing yourself, you know, the fear won't go away first. You will be in the fire of that fear as you are doing it. Believe me, the amount of times I have gone across the threshold to give something, do a talk, whatever it is and i've been literally feeling like i am about to and i don't just mean stage fright but like you know like i'm just actually just going to be kind of i'm just going to melt down you know because i i'm so that past life fear is so deep but to be compassionate with that to recognize that it's not your fault you know there's something deeper going on here maybe maybe not not everyone has it but I would guess that a lot of feminine healers do that are coming back now. Be compassionate with this, recognize that it's a really, really important part of your journey and that at some point it will come up and you can do it. There's so much support. Every baby step you take, you know, you only have to take baby steps, you know, but every baby step you take, like you say, feel humble in what you're doing but also it is that that's really you know the way you put that is really beautiful because it is a real kind of balancing you're not going to get it right all the time don't worry about feeling scared oftentimes if you're feeling really scared about doing something it's because you're about to do something really powerful and you're about to help someone else in a really powerful way so that fear is can often be showing you something as well, you know. But don't wait for it to go away. Do, do seek support. Do speak to other people that are like minded, like souled, that get you. That are also other feminine healers that you feel safe with emotionally. That's very important because if you start going on about it to friends who you know don't are not really in your vibe they will criticize you they'll say don't be ridiculous just get out and do it I don't understand what you're talking about or you know they will probably like you know they'll cut you down and that can feel really really sensitive because when when you're giving something that's from your deepest soul it feels very sensitive and it feels very personal and you can't detach from it very easily So, you know, that's what it is about working this energy. So the people that are listening, if you are giving things that you know they're your dreams, my God, if you're really giving what your dreams are, first of all, congratulations for being incredibly courageous to do that. But also in my experience, you know, you do have to dig deep at times because you're bringing out something that's really deep, right? So what you're bringing from from yourself is what you'll then help other people to to bring out within themselves so they're going to experience enormous transformation from your transformation and you know it's always going to be equal so don't give up on yourself like really really know that you have what it takes to go the distance and that also I feel it's so important to say this is not If you don't feel that you've got it or that you're just kind of, you know, smashing it within like six months or something. I mean, I don't know. Please stop. This has taken me years and years and years and years and years. And And I don't even consider that I'm at a point of completion. I mean, at what point? You know, I'm just doing what's in front of me now. This is what's in front of me now. Give everything you have to whatever is in front of you now. Don't be thinking, oh, this isn't important. I want to get to the big juicy client or the big kind of pay packet or what the big, you know, the big contract or I don't know, whatever it is. The big numbers on Instagram. Do what is in front of you with everything that you have as if it mattered because it does because whoever is in front of you has been sent by the goddess to work with you and that's where your humility has to come in but that's also where your power will come in because you can then go right okay this is who the divine is sending me today they are worth it they are worth my time and attention just because my ego thinks it doesn't look right You know, that's where Carly, we're probably coming full circle because that's where Carly, that's why she comes in and she'll continue to come in when she needs to because she sweeps away the ego. She dismantles the ego. And that can be a kind of, whoa. But, you know, that's when you get to shine. That's when all of this beauty, all of this power that you never knew you had comes out of you because you're not obsessed with things looking a certain way or compare I mean we you know the comparing to others thing is a big one but everyone has their own unique path everyone has their own individual way of working with this so the minute you start comparing yourself to other people you you will feel your energy drain from you you know you'll feel yourself just go flat on the floor We're here to really support each other with this. It's not about you're doing it better than me. I'm not as good as you. Come together in circles of women or doesn't have to just be women really support one another and speak your truth to one another and share your stories with each other in a safe space because it really helps break down the barriers between women that the patriarchy is kind of set up to pit us against each other you need to feel that I know sisterhood is also a bit of a buzzword but you actually do need to feel that sisterhood brotherhood kinship where the ego is left at the door and people can just actually support one another with this because it's it is up and down, it takes a lot of strength, you need each other and don't be afraid to really just like let those friends who don't support you, who don't lift you up, who are threatened by your, by this, who are not on this path, let them just drop away, Carly will do that as well, surround yourself with people who will lift you up, support you, your soul family, you know, and you might only have one or two people, honestly, I've had My inner circle is extremely small, but you need those people and also be there for them as well, because you you can't you may have periods of really feeling alone. But you you ultimately need those few people that really have your back. I hope that helps. helps.
0: Yeah, I think that's really powerful because it is really so related to leaving that ego at the door. And I, I always think that the ego is what kind of compares and analyzes and judges but it's the soul that connects isn't it so you do need to sort of get past that before you can make those real deep connections that feel so authentic Mm. so I wonder if just to sort of as we as we go towards wrapping this up if you could speak a little bit perhaps to your personal experience whether that's what pulled you into your awakening for the person that might be approaching that or whether it's more some of the fruits that you've sort of seen after the darkness if you like <laughs> some of the, something that we can kind of look to as um mm. you know there is light on the other side whilst that's oh. not really over yeah
1: yeah there, of course there is and I'm speaking about this like yeah I mean I know I'm highlighting the fact that there are challenges but I, I'm only saying that because I don't want you to be daunted by them and think that there's something wrong that it's it's part of the journey and it's not wrong it's actually like you say there is the light on the other side and so I think it's really I mean my journey was yeah everything fell away from me at the same time I, I really kind of my, my marriage broke down I was a single parent overnight um preceding that I'd had to do I'd have my first child um and I had to sort of deal with an enormous amount of childhood grief because I was a bereaved child Uh, my mother died when I was very small very suddenly um, and it was never spoken about so I had a a lot of of childhood trauma in this lifetime Um, all of that I was just thrust into that in a very very intense way at the same time as sort of single parenting two young children on my own and um, I had yeah lots of you know, my financial resources were completely stripped back. Um, and yet through that, I was immersed, became just immersed in meditation, in reconnecting to my intuitive gifts. And so through the sort of self-healing, also just walking a path, a very, very kind of, you know, solitary path as a single mother. Um... I was immersed into that and I started using these gifts and basically the light came when I realized that I could give something to someone else that made an enormous difference to how they felt. And I knew that I was in, I was working this energy that I'd had within my soul for a long time. And it was the greatest feeling of purpose, of meaning of richness to my life i didn't have i certainly wasn't rich materially but it, it meant everything to me and just starting to do and and you know i i started very small in fact you know in many ways i still work small um but just realizing when i was in the flow of giving a card reading or a tarot reading or an intuitive and then i really developed my intuitive skills intuitive sessions starting to channel these incredible divine feminine energies masculine energies cosmic energies I mean this was over a period of a long time it built up very gradually lots of energy healing work starting to hold small circles at my home and incredible energies coming through and and the people that were receiving them through me just you know Experienced enormous transformation, and I knew that I was doing something I'd done before. I knew that I had this in me at a deep level, but it took it took a lot of courage. It still does on some days, um, and I, I have to say a lot of work and a lot of unpaid work at the beginning, and even now because, as we know, like you know, sharing on social media doesn't pay anything. Um, but you know, I, and I I actually have to say. You know, I was willing to do that because I the 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 the, the enormous the vastness and and how these energies, these goddesses, gods, guardians, how they touched people and how they could support people and make them feel so seen, offer so much deep healing, awaken their own gifts was just mind-blowing, staggering to me. It, it was like every star came out in the sky, you know, in my, in my own being. And I knew that I was being who I was meant to be in this lifetime. I knew it with every cell of my body. And I don't know, exa- I never knew how that would look on a practical level, and in some ways I still don't. I had to be extremely patient, probably more patient than you could ever imagine being, actually but I just was so connected to my guides. And, you know, I was just given so much support and guidance and I still am. So I guess, you know, that's the light is even when I was at my darkest times, then giving this gift to someone else and feeling everything light up in the room, all the energy flowing, seeing how much it made a difference, seeing what I could do because I didn't realise I could do it and the wisdom that I actually had that had been buried, having space to grow and be shown and display itself and teach me, you know. I was astounded and in awe, and I still am, and it it gives my life meaning. It gives my life purpose. it's, It's what I was born to do, and so that's why I do it. And I'm not saying that that's always, you know, it's not always easy, but it's something I can. And I think what it is, Leela, is that once you've had this, well, I keep feeling Carly, but once you've connected with the goddess, you will never, ever go back. It's You can't step back away. You can't turn it off and go, I've just turned on this light, this faucet, this tap of my truth, and now I always want to switch it off and go back into this kind of grey numbness. You know, you can't. You you can't because you're here in service to the divine mother. You're here in service and you've met, you've also made a contract. You've made a sacred contract to do it. So you'll find out about sacred contracts at the end of you're a goddess, but um, yeah, I wish you all the very best and all of your listeners and sending you a huge blessing wherever you are right now, know that you're in the perfect place. You're in the perfect place. And the next step will be revealed to you.
0: I think that's such a beautiful place to leave it. And it's kind of just giving that the listener that sort of support that it's that you can embrace the beauty in the unknown and that it's okay not to know, which is something we don't often hear in this society. Um, and you can just sit with that and know that you might not know what's coming, but it's it's coming for you and it's is the right thing for you.
1: Yeah, and, and the only thing I'd add to that is yes sit with it and and take the next step as it's given to you and sometimes that step you might be resistant to take but trust pray to the divine whoever you feel comfortable praying to and and just say show me my next step and and trust it when you feel it even if you notice some resistance or fear you'll know when it's when it's feel when it's the right thing and it will be shown to you
0: Wow yeah that's that's amazing that you added that like the take the next step because that's such an important part and it's funny because just before we jumped on I posted that on my Instagram stories (laughs) I was saying that if I hadn't started my podcast a few years ago and if just the last year or so I hadn't started talking about the divine feminine then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to speak with you today so it's really aligned how you you called that out as well so thank you so much for being here I've really love this conversation the time just flown I feel like I could
1: absolutely my god lost <laughs> <gone.
0: laughs> you so much more so I'm sure that the people listening will probably feel that pull as well for for more to hear more about you and to, to learn from you more so your new deck is out where can people get that
1: oh yeah so um if you go on to probably i mean you can go to my website of course Mm sophiebashford.com. immediately when you go onto my website on the home page you will see a link to goddesses gods and guardians oracle cards Mm -hmm. that are out on the 15th of february but you can pre-order now and you'll just you'll just see it on the front page of my website you just click the button it will take you to a page where you can see a little video and you can see more about them and find out more about them and Uh, see where you can pre-order them and if you pre-order them now you get some really lovely gifts you get to come to a free blessing event with me online you get um two audio meditations that i've recorded a series of meditations to go with this oracle deck which are available on the hay house app and um you get a couple of other things as well So if you just head to my website, you can also go to my Instagram, which is the sophie bashford on Instagram, and there's also a link in the bio there as well. And you can see I post cards on my Instagram every uh, twice a week at the moment. Um, I'm going to be posting one today or tomorrow um, for bulk, which is the Celtic festival of the spring. We're, we're we're just um in in bulk now so i'm going to be posting a beautiful goddess um, who presides over this festival um today or tomorrow but you can find out more um,
0: yeah on my website or on my instagram amazing i'm definitely going to be coming to see your uh, card pools on instagram myself as well <laughs> perfect thank you so much sophie thank you lula so i hope you love this episode thank you for listening and spending your time with me And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you but also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this and if you share it on your Instagram stories then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time Grow Girls, goodbye.